Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockoff, authors of the leadership development books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose. At Gapology, our purpose is to help leaders achieve their greatest potential. To learn more about our groundbreaking books and training services, visit our website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. As you're rolling into the back half of the year and thinking about how you can really connect with your team and their need for professional growth, consider Gapology and all the various tools that we have available to help you out. We have our online course on udemy.com. We have our books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose, as well as our Gapology workbook, all available on amazon.com. And of course, you can share your favorite episodes of this podcast and the corresponding blog for up-to-the-minute thoughts around improving their skills. These are all ways that you can help us help you achieve your greatest potential. All of the details can be found on our website, capology.org. And as for tonight, we'll be continuing our discussion around connection and how it can dramatically impact a team that's going through significant change. So let's go ahead and get the show rolling with Mark Tinas. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Good, Brian. How are you? I'm good. How's paradise? Uh, it's paradise. <laughs> I know you're, it in, is. you're in paradise, California. It's uh, one of the most amazing places I've ever seen. There's uh, the Ridge, which looks like the Grand Canyon. It's gorgeous. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah I've never been up there. It's, uh, it's an area that's uh, recovering from a huge fire in 2018. Ooh. But it is it is quite green and uh, and growing and beginning to thrive and it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, good. Well, that's great to hear that they're on a rebound. That's excellent. And uh, speaking of uh, change, so I know you know the the environment goes through a change when you go through fires like that. I think we've got a good topic this week. We're going to talk about change. Um, so in our book Gapology for for the listeners. We have something that we call the DABA change ladder. And it's interesting in looking at connection and how connection fits to all these different ladders that we have in our book. And this one, I think, is is a critical area to be connected with your team as they go through critical change, you know, within your organizations. So um, I'd love to talk through this with you. Yeah, let's do it. It's uh it's a great topic and it 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 is one of those things that's relatively unknown when you talk to most leaders. I had a Fortune 500 CEO walk up to me after a Gapology workshop, and I had no idea what he was going to say. I'd never met him before. He walks up to me, looks me in the eye, and he says, Daba. <laughs> and he went on to explain how that was mm-hmm. extremely significant for him and and how he needed to know it. And uh, mm-hmm. in order to connect with your team, the leader has to understand DABA because it's part of uh, human nature. It's really the the phases of change that humans go through when things change. And so as a leader, you've, you've got to understand your team's reaction to change, your own reaction to change, and be able to to manage through it. So, mm-hmm. but it's all about connection. You know, so when you look at the theme of this series, you can't connect well if you don't know DABA. And it's fairly simple and it's pretty obvious once you know it. And when you know it, you can uh, 
you can work to make things better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think some of the listeners might recognize uh, some of the steps in here as, uh, you know, from the well-known grief model. Um, but looking at it through the lens of change is is very different. And especially thinking about connection and how important it is for leaders to be connected with their teams. And as they go through this very emotional process of change, uh, staying connected with them is critically important. Yeah. One of the other pieces there is if you're going to have an organizational change of significance, you're changing a process, you're changing a policy, you're changing structure. If you know DABA in advance, you can literally connect with the team by communicating quite effectively with DABA in mind. Mm -hmm. and using multiple forms of communication and really taking the time to explain things can really help with DABA. And so anticipating it, understanding it in advance can make that change much easier, much smoother, and and much more effective. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Um, it's such an emotional roller coaster people have. And some people adapt to change quicker than others. So knowing your team, it all begins with connection, uh, but knowing them allows you then to give them the type of support that they need as they're going through this. Yeah. And and don't be misled by those who are not bought in initially because they may become the greatest champions of the change uh, in the near future, but they just aren't there yet. Their DABA process is at a different speed than others, you know, and, and look in the mirror and understand your own DABA process because it has a significant impact on the team. So connecting with yourself and understanding DABA is a big deal. So yeah, I love that. Can I jump into the, to the steps? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So there's, there's four steps in the DABA change process and they are denial, anger, uh, then a wall, which we'll talk about bargaining and then acceptance. So starting with denial, it's really predictable and you can see it in the reaction of the team in many ways, again, to a change in process or policy or structure. And it sort of looks like this isn't happening, is it? Really? Uh, I was just you know, I was just getting used to the other way of doing it. And now a change? Oh, man, I didn't need this. You know, and it's a, it's a fairly mild uh, denial in most cases. But it is, again, predictable. It's clear. And with the effective planning and communication of the change, you can often overcome it with, uh, with much of the team. Yeah, I think here, I think at this stage, you'll hear them say that. But I think for those that are on your team that um, aren't verbal or aren't extroverted, they may not say it. So I would also look for visible signs of denial, things like shaking their head, rolling their eyes, um, you know, be on the lookout for those nonverbal cues. I think that's important here. So in this in this Zoom world we live in, you often may be communicating a change without uh, close proximity to the team without sometimes visibility of the team to read their body language. So you, you need to be careful and plan 
uh, accordingly. Ideally, you're going to have everyone on camera if you're on Zoom, and uh, you you really need to measure uh, measure this piece and maybe go around the room and ask for feedback uh, early on because you can be misled that the team isn't in denial. Everything went great. They're all bought in when they're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, when people hear the news of change, you know, at first it's, it's sometimes it's kind of a shock, right? So they're, they're just like, oh, what? This is happening? And, and they will absolutely go into that denial if they're connected to whatever the current uh, situation is, the current environment is. And so, like you said, just really plan for it and look for those people who you you anticipate might struggle here. Reaching out to them individually could definitely be a, a big help as well. Yeah. And one of the leader tactics that can be used when you identify, wow, the team is in denial, a significant percentage of them are or whatever, is tell them about your own initial denial and what caused you to overcome that. And often that planned communication, which you could be prepared for in advance, can really help the team. They, they feel quite differently mm -hmm. about it when they hear that you experience the, the same thing. Right. Often changes, often changes are things that we can't control. They may happen in the marketplace. They may happen by some separate entity or uh, function. So you need to prepare yourself for this because it will happen over and over again. And uh, that first phase of denial is very real. Yeah. And I think each person is different, right? So how they uh, hear it, how they understand it, how they react to it is going to be somewhat different from person to person. Um, and connection is something that, you know, if you're doing this on a regular basis, if you're connecting with your team on, on a regular basis, it can help you identify how to respond to each individual. Yeah, well said. So that's denial. The next phase is anger. Often it looks like, why me? Why now? Why, why this change? Don't, uh, don't be too concerned about it. Assuming it's, you know, in a mild form, it is human nature. Denial leads to anger. And it is, again, predictable. And the leader sharing how they went through this phase can also be very helpful uh, to the team to to overcome it. Yeah, I think the uh, the one thing to keep in mind here as as you're helping your team to overcome denial, anger is the next natural response. So they go from oh, I can't believe this is happening to understanding that it is happening. Yeah, it uh, it's predictable. It flows in that order. Yep. The good news is. <laughs> There's good news in anger. Yeah, the good <laughs> news is, is that that individual or the team or yourself is now standing at the wall, what we call the wall. And uh, the wall is the uh, separation between D, A, and the B and the A. And uh, it's a big deal because if they're standing at the wall, they have the opportunity to go over it. Unfortunately, some people, 
go into sort of a spin cycle and they go denial, anger, denial, anger, denial, anger, denial, anger, and they don't overcome that and uh, they don't uh, get over the wall. And as a leader, again, to connect with your team, you have to see this, you have to understand it, and you have to work with them. You can't be unaware of it. It's certainly something that could cause someone to leave the team. It has happened, depending on the magnitude of the change or the, you know, whatever you're dealing with in this case. And the spin cycle is real. Uh, so it happens to a certain percentage of people where they do not overcome it. It sometimes fits the commitment ladder, which we've talked about in prior podcasts and which is detailed in Gapology, where someone becomes grudgingly compliant, where they tell you they're, they're all in and they're over the wall and all is good. And then behind your back, they say something totally different. That often is a sign of the Daba spin cycle where they you know, go through denial and anger, denial and anger, and never, never overcome the wall. Have you seen that happen, Brian? Yeah. Oh, definitely. The uh, the interesting thing there, I, I never considered the spin cycle. I like that visual in my head as you're saying that. I'm like, that is exactly what happens. So they run up against the wall and they kind of start spinning through denial and anger. And that absolutely happens. If it's not addressed, it can really tear teams apart. I think the leader must plan for it. They need to look for the warning signs that that people are stuck here, that are stuck at this wall, spinning in this spin cycle. Um, they have to deal with them as quickly as possible. If they're left stuck at the wall, I think their mindset and, like you said, the, their lack of commitment will really be a detriment to the overall team. And if they continue to live at that grudgingly compliant level, like we talked about in the previous podcast, you know that can absolutely be a cancer on the team. Yeah, that's a great point. And as you said, to be dealt with uh, is a big deal. The leader needs to deal with this. Often in this case where the spin cycle is happening, you need to you need to go into one-on-one -on -one conversations, separate mm -hmm. the person from the group. This is not a public display at that point. You you asking them how you can help them and right. reiterating why the change is is happening and, and why it's critical that you have their commitment to it. Well, you know, whatever it is, it, it varies by what it is. Uh, and again, for the leader to express, you know, hey, I had some of that feeling as well. And here, here's how I overcame it. That can be huge. And that for, for the team can often be a significant uh, leap over the wall, uh, literally. Uh, sometimes you've got to put some people on your shoulders to climb over the wall. Mm -hmm. If you picture it visually, uh, we did an outward bound exercise workshop one, one time, Brian, I don't think you were there. And we literally had to get the entire team over a physical 12 foot wall. And we, uh, we were put people up on top of the wall and had people on our shoulders and we were hoisting them over the wall. And it was, it was quite, uh, physical and tough, but we, we got the whole team over the wall is the good news. So you, you need to think about that. And again, based on the magnitude of the change, DABA is going to happen. DABA is going to happen. Connect with your team. Be ready for it. Connect with yourself and figure out how to be the, be the role model. Yeah, I, I think that uh, climbing over the wall, the, the physical wall, I think that is a great visual and thinking about that. And I've seen a few little video clips. I don't know if it was on Instagram or someplace I saw it about how 
teams will do this, like in the military, how they'll, you know, one person who's, you know, really fit, they'll run up, jump over, and then the next person will jump up and they'll like lift them up. And then next person will be kind of, you know, hoisted up by the other person below or something. There's a whole like process for it. Uh, these teams that do it really fast and thinking about that and planning for, you know, who's the person that's going to need the most support, uh, who can, you know, move through this change quickest and how can they help support the rest of the team? I think there's a lot of things that you can look at. I think that's a great visual for planning for DABA and, uh, you know, helping everyone to get over that wall. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's a very real wall, by the way, as well, leaders, it, it, it's real, it's there. I don't know if it's 12 feet or not. I haven't measured it. I guess it varies. Um, but it's, it's, it's very real, uh, and having activities planned in advance to get the team over the wall can be, can be of great significance. But again, you've got to go over that wall. So that's, that's really a tactic you got to think about. If you go over the wall, maybe you're first over the wall, the team will often follow you. So you getting over the wall is key. And if you're not over the wall and you say you are, the team can see that. They're going to know. It's going to be obvious that, that you didn't go over the wall. So make sure you're over the wall. Make sure you're the, you're the model and make sure you share with your team how you, how you got over the wall and what, what that looks like. Yeah, I think that's an important part there, Mark. As you were saying that, I was thinking about first team first. For those of you who don't know, first team first is a concept that we teach where we share the importance of aligning your core leadership team around significant areas of your business before bringing it to each individual work group, your second team, especially as you go through any sort of significant change. You must be aligned and in lockstep before leaving your boardroom where you've made these decisions to make a change. Your team is expecting it, and without that alignment, trust and confidence in the change will be incredibly difficult to create. And if you're stuck at that wall, it's important that you figure it out before you, you know you, your team is, is going to be facing that wall. You have to figure that out. Um, otherwise, you're not going to be able to be that first person over the wall and help the rest of the team move up that ladder. No, that's a great point. Yeah, holding hands as first team, you know, through this significant change is critical. Mm-hmm. So identify first team, get everyone on board, get them over the wall, and 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 then share it with the rest of the organization. That's that's key tactics. Yep. So hey, we're on the other side of the wall now. Yay! All right, good. So the uh, the third the third phase is bargaining, and bargaining is actually a sign of a positive uh, movement here. Uh, it's progress. Uh, so bargaining may sound like, well, what what if we did it this way? Uh, uh, you know, um, it, it might work this way, or have we considered other alternatives? And anyhow, just just the whole conversation around bargaining is a good sign, and it generally leads to the fact that they're over the wall and you as a leader can share again uh, your bargaining, but it's critical. And often the person who begins bargaining does not go back to denial and anger. They don't climb back over that wall. Generally, once they're over, they're over. So it's a, it's a positive sign. You've made great progress and you should celebrate bargaining, even if it's in uh, private so they don't see it because mm-hmm. you're moving in the right direction. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Bargaining is, is interesting. I think, 
you know, th- at this point, the person's accepted that, um, you know, there's, there's this change that's going to happen, but they want to feel a part of the process. And so it's important to be connected. I think it's critical at this stage, especially to be connected with your team so that they know that, that you are committed to the change. They can trust you. They can believe in the things that you're saying to help them continue to move forward. I think here, this is where you're going to provide good feedback. You're going to provide any sort of redirection on the uh, rollout plan um, as, as things change, and which oftentimes things do. Uh, but they need to be able to trust you. And I think this is a key piece to really stay connected to the team. Yeah, well said. And then the final step, the final phase is acceptance. You made it. You got them there. Uh, so again, celebrate it, leverage it. Again, we don't really see people climb back over that wall into denial and anger. They've made it. And uh, this is an incredible opportunity for you to leverage you know, higher levels of productivity and performance in the team. And, and again, it's a great lesson learned. So as a, as a leader, if you could document your DABA steps and how you got to acceptance, you can use it over and over again. It really does repeat itself and is somewhat uh, predictable. It varies by person, by team, and by by the change. But it's amazing how the tactics used to achieve acceptance to go all the way from D to A to B to A can be used over and over again. And they become part of your toolbox as a leader. And this whole conversation can be used as a teachable point of view that you can use within your leadership to coach other leaders. Yeah, totally. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of the ladders that we talk about in Gapology, we have quite a few ladders. Um, You know, this is one of those that you should absolutely have just at the ready. You know, businesses go through different changes and, and they can be small, medium or large change. And just understand that regardless of the change, people will, you know, go through these different steps. Uh, Sometimes they're bigger and they'll be stuck in denial and anger a little longer some of them are simpler and they move through it pretty quickly, but, but being aware of it and planning for it, especially with the things that really matter, I think that is a, a, a really important tool to have in your toolbox and thinking about the, the connection around trust. This, you know, I, I mentioned this a little bit ago and I just want to reemphasize this, that I think trust is key. Connecting with your team helps to establish trust. And when you're going through the DABA change ladder, trust is essential uh, because fear will set in as they're going through change. It will cause them to spin into this spin cycle you mentioned. And trust is a thing that's going to help them move through it quickly. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing that we taught in Gapology that can really be used to prepare for a change is a method of communication that comes again directly from Gapology. Talk to the team first about what they need to know. That closes the knowledge gap. Talk to the team about why it matters. That closes the importance gap. And then talk to the team about what they need to do. That closes the action gap. So knowledge, importance, and action around a change can really make a significant difference and help many on the team achieve DABA, go all the way through the steps quicker. So again, go go back to that communication, whether it's in person, whether it's in written form, whether it's on a call, all of that will work to help you achieve acceptance 
and uh, great execution of uh, whatever that change is. Yep, great. I, I love that, you know, that communications model is really important and it is a key tool in connecting with your team. You know, in the yeah. denial stage, I think it's important to connect with your team to really understand them, understand the reasons for it, you know, listen to them and provide clarity around your commitment to the change, I think is important there. Uh, when they're in the anger stage, you know, connect to support them, listen, um, you know, have an empathetic ear, you know, listen to them. I think that's important. Empathy, you know, we've talked about empathy on the on the uh, podcast several times. Um, when they're in that bargaining stage, you want to really help coach them. So stay connected there. Um, you know, there's a lot of different elements here. And I think what you said there with the communications model is a great way to set the stage for them to really clearly understand what's going to be expected, what the change is. So there's no confusion just to establish that, that belief in the things that you're, you're saying. Yeah. Well said. Great job, Brian. All right, cool. This was good, Mark. Hey, thank you. Have a good evening. All right. You too. We'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you soon. Yep. All right, that'll do it from here. For more information on the DABA Change Ladder and anything Gapology, go ahead and pick up our book, Gapology, on Amazon.com or head on over to our website, Gapology.org, for more information. Everyone have a fantastic week. Talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology Institute production. Visit us at Gapology.org.